your town. They, they'll die out eventually. It's we never can, we can make those types of people. point. We can make those types of people die out. I, don't, I really don't think it is. Why do we want those people to die out? Well, Bezos, Amazon is a good thing for our life. It's made life so much easier for us. All yeah. right, it's killed retail, but yeah. it's so much easier for us. Yeah, like, do you want to go back to no, no Amazon days? No, but you. But you. What you're saying is that the only way that an Amazon could ever come to fruition is through th- this current system where you get where you give this one guy. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred million dollars because Bezos put a load of his money and and everything on the line and borrowed money from his parents and went for it and built a brilliant, brilliant company. Why would he do that if you say do or take all that risk? And if you're successful, you still wouldn't get out what you get today. Well, I'm not going to do it. Because... Why would I do that? Well, firstly... Right, should we kick off? <clears throat> yeah, what brand chair is that? Tommy. Uh, Tommy. Tommy, yeah. Yeah. I thought I recognised the little flag, but I couldn't... I know, so you've got a new shirt on today, Bax. New... Oh, uh, yeah? This is to showcase the new... Slimmer. Well, backs. yeah, yeah. You know, I thought I'd treat myself, bought myself uh, a few new gams. Yeah, gams. Very. <laughs> very Why are you telling me that? <laughs> I don't know. I just you might not be up to up yeah. to speed with the, you know, the the vernacular of the kids. Yeah. So, do you like it? No. Yeah, it's subtle. I like it. Um, <laughs> what what brand is that? Um, Man by Boohoo. Ah. It's yeah. like a play on Versace. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had like similar stuff to this in the past. Remember, I got a t-shirt in Camden Market years ago. Really nice, um, sort of like this, you know, elegant pattern. Mm. And I saw this on the Boohoo site, and they only had it in medium. So, and I'm not a medium. <laughs> so, but I was like, oh, but I really want it. And all the other sizes were out, and I thought I'd be gone soon enough. And as I'm continuing to lose weight, you know, I run 10Ks in under an hour, yeah. and, you know. <laughs> um, I thought, I'll just buy it. And then eventually it'll fit and it came and I thought, well, it looks quite baggy. Just put it on because it's like an oversized mm. fit and it fits. Looks all right. Yeah. Looks so, good. yeah. Cheers. We're lucky really because I nearly wore the same thing today. Oh, so, can you imagine? All yeah, three of us. That, that yeah. awesome, Have you it? seen that video where um, all the wives buy their husbands the same mm. t-shirt? They all walk into the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. One after the other. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, no, like it. You could have made more of an effort. Thank you, mate. Yeah, no, I appreciate Rob's, that. <coughs> Rob's, Rob's just come from the gym, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Showcasing my new. That's camp. a good one to be fair. That reminds me of Donnie Darker. Also, yeah. Also, also. So, do you know it's my wedding anniversary this week? Is it? Yeah. How many years? Eight years. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. On Tuesday, so Monday night I'm driving home. Yeah. Thinking I need a card, so stopped at Little. Actually, <laughs> uh, they didn't have any anniversary cards, so I got a, a, a wedding card, nearest thing that they had. Mm. Anyway, so I got home, doing two Nicola, blah, 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 all that shit. And then I thought, I'm going to be different. I'm going to add a poem to it. So I got on ChatGPT. Yes. said, write me a poem to my lovely wife of eight years, mentioning now two boys, Oscar and Jackson, and write it in the style of Lennon and McCartney. Right. Okay, so it did. It was too long. I said it's too long. Write it short. So anyway, put it into the card, gave it to the next morning. She's delighted. She thinks I'm some sort of romantic poet as of now. Yeah. Anyway, it got me thinking. So somewhere in the UK, someone's job it is, is to write those shitty little poems that goes in cards. (laughs) Yeah. And if I'm them, I'm looking over my shoulder at ChatGPT thinking, yeah, I should probably start retraining. Yeah, yeah, true. I've always wanted to be a tennis coach or something. And 
and it just got me thinking we are on the precipice is that the right word mm-hmm. of a real change in terms of automation and AI coming into the market. It'll never be the same. And replacing people. It can't be the same. Really? Why? Well, you talk about poetry. Yeah. I heard someone commenting on music and songwriting. Right. But in the same vein as what you're talking about, i.e. is AI going to take the jobs of songwriters? Mm. And this songwriter that was on, he's sort of famous. Um, And he was saying... But they can't write Master Plan or Champagne Supernova or whatever it was. Noel Gallagher was talking about this because people have sent him, I don't know if you've heard these recently, um, AI versions of what is alleged to be an Oasis song, but it isn't. Mm. All they've done is taken, really clever, but taken an AI version of Liam's voice and played it to some other indie rock type of song. But it's not the same and it never will be, never can be, because what is in Noel Gallagher's mind Mm. is unique and that skill can never be automated, I don't believe, and neither does Noel. Why? And I don't think he's worried. But all all Noel's done is he's listened to the Beatles and the Stones and all that and it's gone in his head and he's mushed it all together and he's come up with... He's not worried and I think he's right not to be worried. Mm. I think he should. And also, well, he should because he's made his money. It's yeah. the next Noel Gallagher. But also, are you going to go and watch it in concert? <laughs> Who's been to see ABBA in concert recently? True. But I at least, I, but that's got sentiment and it's holograms of ABBA. Yeah. This would be holograms of nothing and nobody. No, nobody's written it. So, uh, Gorillas, mm-hmm. you know the band Gorillas. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan? Oh, they did two or three decent songs 25 years more ago. Than two, tw- <laughs> I think more than two or three. But that, that N- was... Name more than two. Um, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Feel Good. Uh, f- sorry, Feel Inc. Good Inc. Yeah, Feel Good Inc. Um, anyway. <laughs> to be fair, no, I, I was a bit, I, I was a big <clears> fan <throat> of Gorillaz, to be fair. Um, Go on, what's, the, what's your AI point? So they were kind of, I mean, they were ahead of the time in, in the sense that like, the, it was a band created of characters that didn't really exist a lot of it sort of still musicians spearheaded by one guy would get different musicians who would like you know some sometimes you know russell would be this drummer and then it'd be that drummer or whatever and even like say like electronic dance music there's a time when people looked at that and said oh it's not real music you know it doesn't have the soul and the blah 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 but it's it's like a predominant form of music now and i think eventually when you can just it still doesn't have the soul but still, maybe not right. now. But like, what what is soul? Christ, this is game. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? What is soul, and what is it? Is it is it feasible that one day mankind will be able to create a, a robotic form of life that is indistinguishable from man? More than likely, I'm glad it. If it is, it's not in our lifetime, which mm. I'm glad about. But uh, but I I think the songwriting things. It's kind of related to what you were saying about poetry. In there a Drake song that's yeah, yeah that's been made up. I heard Drake, Drake's I heard, a, a rapper from. Yeah, first, yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. Not a fan, but on the back of the Noel thing, I read an article and it had this Drake AI yeah. thing in it. Yeah, have you heard it? Yeah, but I don't know what a regular Drake song well, sounds like. Either, it's a good point. I haven't heard it, but I've heard people talk about it and say. And then it linked to an M. Sorry, it linked to a Michael Jackson one that yeah. was. Uh, it was the weekend song, mm. 
Yeah, in Michael was, Jackson's voice. But it was Michael Jackson's voice. So I like the voice stuff's clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it still takes... I think it's only a matter of time. It still takes the whole lot of the weekend or some other songwriter to yeah. actually do it from the heart. Because you talk about poetry. I mm. wrote a poem recently. Mm. And I'm not, a, did, yeah, I'm yeah. not a geeky poet. <laughs> but I'm in the process of writing another one for a special occasion that's coming up. Basically, the story is... Um, I was best man for my mate about three, four years ago. No, longer, sorry, five, six years ago. And I had to do a speech, of course, but I'm not particularly a fan of public speaking and reading a speech is a bit naff. Mm, so mm. I thought I'll cheat and I'll write it in a poet yeah, yeah. poem form, yeah. which I can get away with and it makes it, it's funnier yeah. for a start and it's easier for me yeah. to write. And so I did one recently for someone that um, used to work for us and yeah. I'm in the process of writing another one for a, an upcoming event um what was my point i forgot oh yeah but only i can write the poem with the nuances around the subject matter so if i'm writing about you yeah ai isn't going to say the same funny gags that i would write yeah because it doesn't know you so there's there's the generic and i bet your chat gbt poet poem for nicola was yeah, as, did, did, as, did you tweak it as vague as or as no, non yeah it time. would have been generic incredibly generic well i said reference oscar jackson these yeah no but it's so not I, I give it the content it wouldn't have got a little work. quirks that she has about the way she yeah, uh, yeah. she has a dimple in her cheek when she smiles yeah. or whatever it wouldn't have had the yeah. it wouldn't have had the the nuances and the stuff that's specific to you and her and that is why an ai bot could never replicate a proper poem and as Noel says, it couldn't replicate the master plot. Yeah, but Rock, so you're a purist, aren't you? And I think I, so, I, I sort of see where you're coming from as a musician myself. It does, it's almost like it takes away from mm. music and, you know, art in general. You know, if, if you can just have a machine just make like, you know, Michelangelo's David or whatever, like on a 3D printer, does it take away from art? You know, we use like Mid Journey, which can just create like are in 60 seconds now i agree every mid-journey creation has this like uncanny sort of like you can tell that human didn't create it it's like too perfect or too clean and it's 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 possibly those little mistakes and the imperfection of the human condition Mm. that caught that that real is the true sort of underpinning of of art but Sorry, go on. I think people are judging AI from what it is currently. And it's on a journey, which means in six months' time, it's going to be 10 times more powerful than it is today. Mm. And I think people need to understand that. Because people are looking at AI and go, oh, yeah, I got the wrong answer from ChatGPT two weeks ago. So therefore, it's never going to be. It's come from nowhere. It's come out of nowhere in in six months. Yeah. Yeah. I'm using it every day now. Yeah, yeah, same. It's so useful, especially as a time-saving device. And actually... Going back to that imperfection thing. So, you know, when I did those voice clones mm. and specifically when I did the Morgan Freeman, Samuel Jackson one. So what I was really impressed by and fascinated by was, because I've seen these in the, in the past, like maybe five years ago, and they're very monotonous and robotic or whatever. And when I produced these, it had like the little, like, yeah. you know what I mean? The little weird yeah. guttural mm. sounds that humans make unconsciously in the sentences, which was like, so I, I just I'm thinking to myself like how did it know that like right before he said that he should like take like a breath and then say it to mm. add that emphasis it was interesting but why why did you bring this up do you just want to show sorry yeah, yeah. yeah no, I wanted to just let you know <laughs> I'm, I'm a poet, poet nowadays yeah. but also uh, that 
got me onto reading an article, I think it was in The Guardian, around universal basic income. Okay, so the, the idea being that the bots are coming, the bots are going to take away the jobs of the people that write the poems and the cards and lots and lots of other people. Okay, mm. and therefore, what do you do with this massive population? Are we going to be able to find new bits of work for them that ChatGPT or AI can't do? I'm not sure. Or do you just pay people uh, a basic universal income? And, and th- so this trial was £1,600 a month. You just get it every month into your bank account and for two years and they're going to trial the impact of doing that. It's only on a, on a small population of people, but then they've got a control group who they're not going to pay that to. And they're going to assess in terms of quality of life, in terms of their mental well-being, in terms of do they go out and find additional work? Yeah, they're going to trial that approach. Yeah. And I just wonder, with the rise of AI, is this something in 20 years, 10 years, five years? Is this something that you know the UK and the rest of the world will have to do to keep their population uh, in in 1900ish somebody said everything that's ever going to be invented has been invented and if they'd have stopped there we wouldn't be sat here talking to microphones and doing a podcast mm. because it's nonsense obviously mm. and i think for similar reasons if you look back at the rise of um physical robots that do that took away manual tasks. There was never the need to invent or introduce universal basic salaries then because the workforce, the human is capable of redeploying itself into other things. The worry that I have about universal basic salaries, A, who's paying for it? Because it's going to cost a trillion pounds Mm. or close to. So that's just nonsense for a start. And B is it will categorically uh, result in a proportion of the people, I don't know what proportion, doing sod all. Because you see it, you see it with, um, you see the you see the, the concern with people that have young children and the cost of nurseries and things like that, where it's more, it's more cost effective for them to not take the kids, not get a job and put the kids in nursery because of the expense of it. And it's more cost effective for some people to, to claim the generous benefits from the government than it is to get it to work. So there is a proportion of the population that will happily take the money and as a result not feel like they're obliged to do anything. Mm -hmm. And that's a concern because it leaves a huge amount of people unemployed because they don't have to work anymore. Yeah, the argument on the cost I think is fair. So if you rough maths, there's 37-ish million people in the UK or in England and Wales of working age. So if you multiply that out by 20 grand, you do the maths. But it's It's eight, well, call it round it up to 40 million. Yeah. Times 20 grand a year ish. Eight. It's 800 billion. Billion. So it's huge, huge figures we're talking about. And it would undoubtedly take years to get to that point. But I guess the argument would be with the rise of AI and the rise of automation, the productivity of the UK can and the world can increase significantly. And therefore, we're a richer organization, we're a richer country and world than we were that can therefore help to pay for this universal income. There are so many jobs that AI, I still think, can't take. Well, we talked about songwriting, for mm. one. Not mm. that that's like a job, but mm. it is for some people. But there are jobs around the, I don't know, you're going to come back with some arguments. Like in the food industry or hospitality or entertainment. Mm. The stuff where there's a person needed. You probably say that they're no longer needed. Which ones? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Can, each job you can sort of think, well, 
if you challenge yourself but do we with, want with physical robots and AI together, which ones can't be replaced? The thing is, at this stage, we can choose whether we want that to be a thing. Mm. It's not as if AI is growing on its own. It won't. It needs, still needs humans to build, to function it, uh, sorry, to develop it and to let it function. We could switch it off but if we, we wanted. No, but we can control it. This is a lot about this regulation that they're looking at. Is to Where does it stop? Because do we want a society where everyone's sat at home, the government's paying for it, and everything's automated around us? And I know we run a business that is yeah, yeah. building itself or building its growth plans around automation, but it's got to be to a point. But how do you control that? Because Google, the Chinese equivalents, Microsoft, it's an arms race. And no, do they want it? The people at the head of them go, well, I don't want that songwriter to lose their job. So let's just slow down a bit because they'll be thinking the Chinese answer. I hope I'm dead by the time this happens. (laughs) You won't be. be. Bax, come on, give us the other side of the argument. Yeah, so I was just, you know, biding my time. But I think, look at it from a different perspective, yeah. So it's not it's not just about AI and automation and whatever is going to take all these jobs away therefore people won't have jobs it's also you know because people will say well if no one's working and there's people that don't want to do sod all those people will always be there right but there's also people who want to do great things that have great ideas that could invent the next big thing that will never have the opportunity to do so because they're locked in this cycle of just kind of you know chasing bread and sort of like keeping the cataclysm of life at bay month by month by month so we ought to make the mundane yeah and that frees people up to do more to do whatever they want and with that whatever they want they create new initiatives and new ways of doing things that in turn creates more jobs that's what's always happened. Yeah, that's or the not, cycle, not necessarily though. jobs, though. But it will do. That's the cycle. That's the structure as, of the world as we see it now. For the last 2,000 years, that's the cycle. Yeah, that's the cycle. Stuff like, comes up, it makes your job easier. Yeah. You can go and do something else. It yeah. creates a new ex- uh, opportunity for other people. Yeah. And then more jobs. And then you automate that, and then you move over there and more jobs. This is no different from the horse taking over the cow when it comes to ploughing fields. I, th- I think it is. Or I, no, I think it the is car taking over the horse. It's no different. I think it is different because I think basically a universal basic income takes away a great deal of stress from every human being so that they're not having to worry all the time. Can I pay my bills? Can I do this? Can I do that? So then all of the decisions that we're locked into, am I going to work in this job for 25 years even though I don't enjoy it? Well, I don't have to. I can try different stuff out. I can spend six months not working, then I can suddenly be like, well, actually... People get used to that. Well, will they? Comfort blankets can stifle the creativity. You'd probably have... Because what is that phrase? Uh, Necessity is the mother of invention, right? So I have to do something Mm. because I have to earn. I've got to be able to create. I've got to do something. And then that results in invention. Comfort blanket, which is the opposite of necessity, is the the hindrance to invention. Yeah, but but you're basing that and that assumption is based on the way things have always been. Yeah, you're right. And the way things I'm could be. The way I think on two thousand years worth of evidence. <laughs> yeah, but 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 hi guys, just jumping in. I want to talk about one of the services we offer, which is robotic process automation, also known as RPA. That is software that replicates human behavior. So if you've got people downloading spreadsheets, attaching them to emails, going on portals, downloading information, moving data around. 
all that stuff is perfect for a robot. So if that's interesting, get in touch. Let's have a chat. Let's see if we can help. Enough from me. Back to the conversation. No, but I think 2,000 years worth of, worth of evidence, sure, but but it's been that way by necessity. Like the way we live now versus 2,000 years ago are unrecognisable to each other. Like we don't have to grow our own food. We don't have to light our own fires in our house to keep ourselves warm. We don't have to weave our own clothing or, you know, knock about in rags and yeah. uh, pelts and, and stuff like that. I just think that we're so locked into the way things are that we can't imagine things ever being another way. I mean, I'm a big fan of Star Trek and Star Trek in the future there, there is, there are no jobs. There are, there is no money. They have these things called replicators, which, which can create anything—food, any device, any piece of clothing, whatever. No one needs to buy anything. No one wants for food. No one wants for money. And the whole society is just living the, the ultimate human existence of like we can go out, we can be our true selves. We can create if we want. We can enjoy each other if we want. But that's uh, that is an, a made-up sci-fi thing where they can just click the fingers and a burger appears. This is the government's going to have to find eight hundred billion to each year to pay even, people. Even to that three D printing of food—it's like it's happening. All these things that were dreamt up years ago, fifty years ago. But there comes a time, and you called me a purist, and that. That, that's a compliment I think. <laughs> because it's not the same a 3d burger isn't the same as a, a is now gordon ramsay burger but give it five years will it be i doubt 3d it. print me gordon ramsay's burger but actually take influence from other brilliant chefs and make it better and take all, right. all of the things that and negatively impact my health mm. that are in that burger and remove them all right done done but I, do we want it that's the point we have the control to be able to not want it I, 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 I definitely want it because th- this is what I'm thinking yeah if I got 1600 a month just into my bank account guaranteed I wouldn't just suddenly be like well I'm going to stop working now I no. just think well now I've got 1600 quid more so that's brilliant and I've got more opportunity and more flexibility and actually you know not that you don't treat us really well as a, as, as a boss but like it would actually put more control into my hands because there wouldn't be the like and again, you don't do this, but there'll be bosses out there that they like, they they tyrannise their workers because they know that the workers. I've got no choice. Like, if if I lose this job, I'll I'll be destitute. Like, I'll struggle. My kids will suffer. Blah 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 blah. I've got you know not me, but I've got a mortgage to pay. I've got car payments and so on and so on and so on. And we've got to equal the playing fields. At the end of the day, the way things currently are, where the vast, like half of the global wealth is in the hands of like, what is it, the top 10%, the top 5% or whatever. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. And and the current system props that up and it's, it, it can't ever be fair. And we can say, well, it is because they've worked really hard and they deserve it and, and whatever, whatever. But like, do they? Do they, do they deserve it? it you know it's what I mean? It's not about deserving. Those capitalists are the people that employ everybody. Yeah, true. But, they employ everyone. Thank you, capitalists, for employing me. But also, you've locked me in a system where I'm taken... trapped for my, my entire life, and I'll spend fifty years working forty hours a week, barely seeing my children, barely having any free time to myself, getting four weeks worth of holiday a year. For me, personally, maybe I'm just you know I've said it before. You're in that trap, and you're happy. Well, you know, but could, I could be happier though. You don't know. You'd be happier, wouldn't you, if you didn't have to work? 
But, but, but everything was taken care for you. Forget about who's paying for it or whatever, all that stuff. The, if you could just chill out. Yeah, forget about reality <laughs> as you see it. If you could just chill out at home, Xbox. Well, that's the worry. Yeah, is everyone just chills out? You wouldn't be, though. That's the point. You would be for about a day, maybe a week. And then you, you'd be bored and you'll be off doing something because that's in you. But yeah, so I did some research before this just to understand what's the arguments for it because I was a bit like you. I was like, this, this sounds rubbish. Never happened. Right, so the... The, the hypothesis, if you like, still to be proven, is that it will encourage people to find work because it takes the pressure off them. And and it's still people will still be aspirational because they don't want to earn 1600 more. My reaction is, is brand new. I've never heard of this until you brought it up. Yeah. So this is my instant reaction. I'm absolutely willing to be, uh, to, to have my mind changed. So let me but get on point one. Yeah, go on. I don't agree. Okay. Second one, it reduces bureaucracy in the public sector massively. So how many people are employed working out benefits here and this benefits yeah. there and that person gets that, but that person gets that. It removes all that. Everyone gets 1,600 quid. Big, yeah, massive tick for me. That. Massive I agree. tick. Uh, it increases bargaining power for workers. So yeah, people aren't locked in jobs that they don't enjoy, that, stress, that causes stress because they got that safety blanket to fall back on to then go and find another job. Seems positive. I still think the safety blanket is that, like in relation to point one, is the bit that stops okay. a lot of people from wanting to get a job or it, needing to. It will increase entrepreneurialism because, again, entre- being an entrepreneur, starting a business requires risk. It requires you to a lot of the time stop your job and put your family and your mortgage, etc., at risk. Yeah, people will take the leap of faith if they've got some security. Yes, agreed. It will significantly improve mental health for people because, again, you're reducing that stress burden on people. Free money is good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Cavill, <laughs> the quote of a lifetime. And my quote is for the thumbnail on this podcast is, yeah. I hope I'm dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it will improve physical health as well because people, again, people have time to do that. Uh, mm. It will imp- it will make people more creative. And people only have charitable. time for physical work if they're not working. I don't, you don't have more time because of the sixteen hundred quid. You have more time if you stop working because of the six hundred quid, which is contradictory to point one. Yeah, ways so you'll get more people. No, but, work. but you don't. Again, this whole forty hours full time might not be necessary. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because suddenly people can work half. It's the gig economy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, last one. So it, it increases creativity and charitable work as well. Mm-hmm. And, and the next Mozart could be stacking shelves at Tesco and we're not getting the benefit of that because they have to do that. You don't that need a Mozart. ChatGPT can write a <laughs> symphony card. <laughs> no, but I, 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 honestly, I think, imagine how many brilliant ideas are out there. Yeah. And it's just the people are stuck in a situation. And you, you'll have, you know, perhaps you, people of your ilk would say something to the effect of, well, if they really want to achieve that thing, they should go out there and achieve it, right? No, I realise that's not. It's easier said than done. It's easier said than done. And people have different personality types, and someone could be really timid and mild mannered, but st- still have an amazing idea that could just radically change the world. And we're never going to see that idea because we're in this like it's all competition all the time. I'm not saying competition isn't a good thing, but not everybody's competitive, but- and it's like society's like unfairly set up. I've said this before. Like, I, I think you brought up on a podcast or some video where like half of society are morning people and half of society are evening people but it sways more towards the evening people mm-hmm. yet society is all structured around this morning routine stuff 
Why? Mm. Why? If it sways more to the, to the evening people, why have I got to crawl out of bed at 6 <laughs> There's a virtue signaling thing going on with that, though. I think morning people virtue signal more than evening. Yeah, because they think that they're like... Yeah, well, I got up it, at 5.45. Yeah, yeah, I'm running stuff, yeah. Did which, I mention my runs? Which, <laughs> which I've done myself as well, but it's like, do you know what I mean? It's not really sustainable. And it's like, society's fully structured like that. And it really, is that because of like, you know, the industrial um, age, era or whatever? Mm. Probably is. But things just, like this whole nine to five thing, things just get set in stone at one point because everyone's it doing it no one tackles it but there's an argument it. that it, generally for society it works that's why it works that's why it's worked for so long for so many years but we've never but because we've never but it, done it any other way but it's evolved naturally and at a, the, the right level of pace what this is doing is potentially flicking a switch and saying right everybody as of tomorrow you flick don't need, it you don't need to work so much flick that switch she mentioned before we came on elon is, is a fan of this idea. Yeah. Right? Well, so I think he was talking at the, I don't know, like some sort of tech summit. You know, they have they have it in, is it in Dubai or Qatar or mm. something like that? And they love him there as well. Um, it, it does make me cringe a little bit how much like people just stand over Elon. But he, he wasn't necessarily saying like, although I think he does think that it's a good thing to do. He was just saying it's an inevitability. Like it's gonna happen regardless because the way that's um society and technology is trans transforming. Well no, AI taking more jobs and automating them one day, and I don't disagree that that is gonna happen. Yeah. The question though is what will takes new its jobs place? be created, yeah. But yeah, will new jobs be created and yeah. will the government start paying everyone a universal basic? Well it's it's interesting because is you it have commented this- on that, the basic bit. Because AI, AI is inevitable. Yeah, that's easy to say. But as he commented on the yeah, yeah, suitability. Yeah, 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 yeah. And basically said, like, it'll have to happen. And he, and he, again, I can't quote him directly, but he basically said, the money that's there, it's totally doable. It's like, it's like for me, it's like when people say, oh, we're overpopulated, like the world is overpopulated, but you could fit everybody in the world into, like, Texas. Yeah. you know stood shoulder to shoulder mm. it's like we're not overpopulated it's just the way that we choose to look at the situation in the system as as it currently is people talk about it from the context though of um fuel and food but when yeah, they talk about population yeah. yeah rather than space question on your or challenge on your it will automate the mundane i'm i'm not sure it will automate the mundane well it will but i think it'll automate everything as else as well not everything but yeah. Think of a, yeah, like, a lawyer. You wouldn't consider that a mundane role at the minute, mundane task. Taking a 200-page contract and say, read that contract, Mr. Lawyer, and tell me the risks associated with me signing that contract. That's not a mundane task. Can you foresee AI doing that pretty quickly? The advisory yeah. bit. I think I can absolutely see it, and it should have already done it. If you take conveyancing, for example, moving out, it's laborious and unnecessary to a large extent. You could also, the reality is what they do in conveyancing, if you added up the actual time that should be taken to do them 10 tasks on your checklist, Mm. take about an hour, Mm. but they drag it over two, eight weeks or whatever. Um, So I think I can see the automation of those most mundane tasks. You're asking, can they automate the advisory element, are you? Mm. Well, not just mundane, is what I'm saying. It's the, it was the blue collar workers that it was going to replace. Yeah. Now I'm thinking it's not, well, it will. But what about the white collar workers? It will replace them as well. Yeah. And that's what I think is different from the kind of tractor analogy that you used earlier. That, 
you know, the pace of change now versus 100 years ago is so significant that actually, you know, yeah, okay, tractor replaced the horse and cart, but then there was space for that individual to move on to something else. I think the thing that we would move on to is already being replaced. And yeah. that's the difference. So we don't know what to move on to next. Exactly. What is the Because the thing you would move on to is also being replaced by You've AI. got to look at that list of roles that can never be automated, but you're saying they're maybe in the list. But who can... I think it's a shorter who list. Who can do our think, jobs? Nah. So uh, take a leader of a business. I'm not saying all jobs. I, I think you probably could, could put an argument together to say how we could be, all, we could be replaced by AI, actually. But I'm not saying all jobs will be, but if it's 70%. And that's the universal basic. You end up with a challenge with that. You end up with uproar because the capitalists, the Mm. people that are leading these business, Mm. if they're an adult in the UK, they're eligible for 1,600 quid a month, Mm. which in itself causes uproar. Yes, I agree. I I thought that when I was reading it. Uh, There will be, why is the criteria getting 1,600 quid a month? Yeah. Agreed. And where do you draw the line? It's just a minefield of... of yeah, but a, an ing- I don't think I'd be that bothered because I'm wouldn't. getting my money, so, like, whatever. Bill, Bill Gates Bill Gates is already substantially richer than I am. If you get 1,600 quid on top of that, it's a drop in the... You would hope ocean, a chunk of them would go, would almost opt out. It'd be out like the threshold, though, for the receiving hmm. child benefit. If you earn over a certain amount, you don't get it. Hmm. It might, then you it might just be obviously back into the system and checks and all that stuff. Yeah, the idea is simple; everyone gets it. But yeah, just to follow that through, if if seventy percent of jobs could be replaced in the next five years, what is that in terms of a number of people in the UK? We're talking tens of millions of people. Twenty-eight million. That that's the challenge. What do you do with twenty million people? Can you find new jobs? Twenty million people in a short space of time. Yeah, but we don't need jobs. Exactly. Well, what you're saying is Star Trek and everyone's got free food anyway, so they don't need to earn. You're yeah. about a society where... I'm a, a utopia. M- utopia, yeah. where there is no wage at all. It's not a universal basic, is there is no money, because everything's free. I think that's... A, personally, I think eventually that's where you arrive at. bonkers, Be- this because podcast. The, the, whole, <laughs> the whole thing is structured because it's like someone figured out a way to just make life a little less terrible. And over time... Everything, everything you could, these chairs, they're just literally to make us more comfortable. Like everything makes life just a little bit more enjoyable. And if we can get to the point where it's like, you don't even have to think about money. You don't even have to think about a vehicle or whatever. But it and, needs and a human input to decide whether this chair is comfortable. Initially. Because a bot can't decide. No, no initially. Because, Has they evolved this chair and make it slightly more comfortable? Yeah, a bot probably can. A bot probably can. And it'll yeah, be like, okay. actually, it needs this certain rivet in the back which like puts your spine into a certain position. Look look at all the stuff now, like stuff like this and um, what you, you were talking about, like the sort of assembly line, car building, whatever. It, it It's obvious that AI is going to be able to make better decisions than humans. Obviously the risk is, does it come to the conclusion of like, actually we don't need humans, so let's get rid of them. But that's a topic for a, another podcast. I just personally think that in a few and, and we're seeing signs of it you know but like kind of a bad example but like say Boris bikes and like these scooters that you can just pick up here ride it leave it over there you, you don't need to buy a scooter and eventually you won't need to buy a car and you won't need to buy a house someone's gonna you, make it you won't need to earn anything or does the robot make the yeah, scooter yeah because the, the cost is 
all of the money being moved around. And who makes the robot? Well, we make them initially and eventually they make themselves and they maintain themselves. And, make- and, and, and cost and money and all that stuff, it's just it's just a human creation anyway. It doesn't mean anything. It, it's just literally a way to... to trading mechanism. It's a trading mechanism, yeah. And eventually, if you don't need the trading mechanism, money, it's useless. And the only reason you need money is because you want stuff. But if you don't need stuff, because you can have whatever you want, and then what would you be doing? What would we all be doing now if we didn't have to work here? Honestly, what would you be doing? Think of all the stuff you've always like thought, I'd love to do that. Yeah, things like traveling Travel and what world. Else. Yeah, yeah, music and, you know, you, you might want to write a book and but, you think, I've got time. But the soul's gone out of it because I'm listening to AI version of Drake or some nonsense. Yeah, but maybe that's the, maybe that's what ends up happening. We think that, AI is going to replace music, but actually, no. You free people up, and suddenly, amazing new artists come forward because they're not in a battle to keep themselves alive. It's like one of these post-apocalyptic movies that you're directing in. I think it's utopia. If you man. were the yeah, it, yeah. You watch in hundred years, it'd be like Hunger <laughs> Games or something, where everyone's just killing each other. It's because it, the whole essence of society mm. and soulful things and opinion has all been extracted I, I say to you sir that it is like Hunger Games right now no way you, you can see a situation where in 10-15 years or whatever your books written by a person are like these weird little niche market yeah like, oh, this is this is actually written by an actual yeah. individual or like you a buy song a hand- written by a person it's like oh my god that's so people pay a real premium to actually go to a gig like they do a handmade car you can buy a Morgan or whatever yeah exactly that yeah. takes a point bugger all of the percentage of the, the car market yeah. you can still buy one that's made by a bloke in a brown overall brown coat can't you yeah exactly and that's why I think there will still be 10-20% of the population that have got these jobs but it's the mass that's the problem and what do you do with the mass just, just let them live their life you know get paid a universal basic income yeah. in them utopia ones I don't know if it's on Wally the film mm-hmm. I have watched it for 20 years yeah or whenever it came out but I seem to remember that they're living on a spaceship where everything's free and everyone's 25 stone yeah and they're all just fat slobs because everything's on a plate yeah and I think that's what I'm Wally is my prediction there you go last one then your <laughs> prediction um right now I just gotta pick a film yeah <sighs> so Hunger Games now yeah don't you think like, no. look, at, look at the maybe not for us because we're privileged to live where we live and be you know our society the way it runs but like on a global scale it's Hunger Games isn't it because before I get to that because I wanted to so weirdly I was I was googling last night it just popped into my head I don't know why um, it was something about I thought to myself like oh what if you took all the wealth and evenly divided it how much would everyone have and I couldn't find a global um, breakdown but I found an American breakdown it basically said if all US wealth was divided equally each and every adult would have roughly half a million dollars and if the income was distributed equally each American would have an annual flow of $95,000 now how is that not better than the current situation because it benefits way more people than the current situation which benefits a few that's, that's I don't know communism. I'm like Bernie Sanders but like that's communism and socialism and that yeah. hasn't worked well in the past yeah but um, 
I quite like my philosophy, right? There's a guy called Slavoj Žižek who's a, a, a philosopher. Um, and he always says, that wasn't communism. It never is. And I know Jordan Peterson will be like, well, if you don't know. But I'm kind of getting sick of Jordan, to be honest. He's just <laughs> waffling all the time. Talking sense. I think, no, I think that he's he's wrong. I don't think that was communism. So why hasn't that one done it successfully? What's North Korea? It's pretend communism. Pretend communism. Yeah, it's it, it's it, it's tyranny. It's tyranny in the guise of communism. That's what com- that's what look happens. at look at China because a tyrant rises up through all this lot, and everyone else is earning the same, and they're all doing the same thing, and there's some lord that is a tyrant. Yeah, but, but that's that, what happens with communism, and it's happened every time. No, communism that's the classic. To take off. That's the classic structure of humanity, and it's the it's the it's the big flaw in human beings that we like. We just love to look up to someone and we love to put someone on a pedestal and we need to get away from that sort of but stuff. But that ain't going to change. The, the, the problem with a lot of what you're arguing for is it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic to say, oh, well, ring Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and just say, you know, the 100 million you've earned this year or whatever it is, probably a billion. You're on 95K now mm-hmm. and I want you to redistribute that to everyone in your village or your town. They'll die out eventually. It's we can, we can make those types of people. Point. We can make those types of people die out. I, don't, I really don't think it is. Why do we want those people to die out? Well, Bezos, Amazon is a good thing for our life. It's made life so much easier for us. All yeah. right, it's killed retail, but yeah. it's so much easier for us. Yeah, like, do you want to go back to no, no Amazon days? No, but you. But you. What you're saying is that the only way that an Amazon could ever come to fruition is through this current system where you get where you give this one guy yeah yeah because, 200 million dollars because bezos put a load of his money and and everything on the line and borrowed money from his parents and went for it and built a brilliant brilliant company why would he do that if you say do or take all that risk and if you're successful you still wouldn't get what you get today well i'm not gonna do it because why would it do that well firstly it wouldn't necessarily be the same level of risk in this utopia right would it because he wouldn't, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't throw himself into poverty. But then why? But he, why? Why would he do it? There's no benefit to him of achieving that, is there? I'm gonna get, I'm getting 95 grand today, and if I work really hard and I work 16 hour days and I make a really successful company, I'll get 95 grand a year. Because I think like some, some, I think people, yeah, they do it for the money, but there's also there's a greater there's a greater desire to to accomplish something great. You know what I mean? We status and being looked up to, like in society, is also a big driving factor for a lot of people. I don't think it's always about like, oh, I want hundreds of billions of dollars. He, did he even realize he was going to get to that point? He just he saw a problem and he come up with a solution and then he pushed it forward. And I think like give everyone the freedom to find problems and push them forward. You probably see loads of Bezoses, but there's a Bezos somewhere now cleaning toilets in an office after we've all gone home and we'll never see what they can produce because we're too we're too scared or clinging to like this is the way things this is just the way things are and that's why i can understand the safety blanket i can understand the idea of giving people that safety blanket to fall on if it fails i I, I can never understand getting rid of capitalism and replacing it with socialism because well, it, it's just been tried time and time again and it fails time and time again for the same reasons my future is star trek you you were wally you were wally i'm star trek awesome all right let's leave it there Good wait trip. what's yours uh 
what's the other one? Is it iRobot or Minority Report? Mm. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Dystopians. Yeah, dystopians. Mm. Right, okay. brilliant. Good chat. Thanks, team. Cheers. Right, can I have 16 quid? <laughs> <laughs> A month for free. Yeah, please. Yeah.